Hey friend, welcome to the Cup of Chels podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Holden. And as you can tell by the name, Cup of Chels is because I'm obsessed with coffee. But more than that, I am so passionate about giving you a weekly dose of inspiration and uplifting encouragement. You can also be sure to chime in to interviews and conversations with some amazing people. So grab a cup of coffee, get comfy, and let's dive in to today's show. Hey there, welcome to episode number 23. I wanted to take today to talk about the things that I love and how important it is to fill your life with things that you love. Surround yourself with things that bring you joy and make you happy and create a space that is comfortable and inviting and something that can inspire you. So this all started because I have recently changed the name of the podcast. So when I started out with the podcast last year, I decided to name it Chasing Curiosity with Chels. And I loved the name. I love the concept of chasing our curiosity because to me, it just encompasses so much, right? Like there's so many things that I'm curious about, so many things that I want to know more about that I would like to try or test. Um, you know, things like traveling full time. I know I've talked about that a little bit, but also one of the fun things that I am tapping into now, I got this great new book called The Rebel's Apothecary, and it dives into the medicinal benefits of mushrooms and of cannabis, cannabis in the form of hemp and CBD, but as well as THC and how formulating a concoction of herbs and medicine that are given to us naturally, how they can help you live a better life, how they can help you fight off depression and anxiety and help with cancer and all of these other amazing benefits of it. But it also gets into medicinal mushrooms as well and how much mushrooms have gained in popularity. I know that I have talked a little bit about Four Sigmatic before, and they are in no means a sponsor of this podcast, which I would absolutely love, but I am curious about how beneficial mushrooms can be for us. So lion's mane is one example of a mushroom that helps with focus and energy. And Four Sigmatic actually takes different mushrooms and different herbal supplements and puts them into a coffee form, into a powder form that you can just add to hot water and enjoy throughout your day as you would coffee. Perfect for the Cup of Chels podcast. <laughs> but getting back to, to this feeling love and, and putting it all around me. So when I started the podcast, like I said, I named it Chasing Curiosity with Chels because that is what I am truly doing throughout my life and even more so in my adult years. I am tapping into my curiosities. I am pushing to ask more questions of things around me, of societal norms, but also of myself as well, right? I know I've mentioned this book as well uh, before, but The Four Agreements and what The Four Agreements taught me, one of the things that it taught me was how we are all conditioned and becoming aware of our conditioning that is our conditioning from our parents and our conditioning from external 
society and the circumstances that we're born into, how that is just a program. It's merely an illusion. It's our parents did the best that they could with what they had in order to raise us properly, right? For for the most cases, I know this isn't the case for everybody, but by chasing our curiosity and starting to ask questions of, well, why is it this way? You know, why are most women conditioned and brought up to Oh, to multitask, to be the perfect wife, to be the perfect friend and the daughter, to be fit, to meal prep, to wake up early and get everything done at work and at the same time be a impeccable wife and friend and mother and, you know, all of these other things. Now, I know this isn't the case just for women. I know that men have their conditioning illusion programs as well. You know, they have to be this provider. They've got to work hard, you know, sometimes where that work takes over their family life and the added pressure, and then they still have to show up manly and and be the support system for the whole family a lot of times, right? You know, they're the sense of security and strength when, how fair is that? So anyway, I'm getting off on a little tangent here. That's what we do here and how things kind of flow with the Cup of Chels podcast. So I started out naming it Chasing Curiosity because that is exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to chase my curiosity with many things and ask questions of myself through all this self-development work. There are a lot of questions that come up and I really want to talk through all of this and everything that I'm learning with you. And that's that's why this podcast exists. I think that there are there are tools and there are things that I have come across over the past few years that can be beneficial for somebody else other than myself. So just hanging out with you and talking about it is really it, I want it to feel you know, we're talking about creating a feeling in our lives. I want it to feel comfortable. I want you to come into this podcast weekly and to get a sense that you're hanging out with a girlfriend, you know, and that's what Cup of Chels is. And Cup of Chels has been around for a couple of years. I started it out as a way to do YouTube videos. And it's probably something that I'll incorporate, but in my career right now and what I'm doing, I am streamlining to focus on one thing. And that one thing for me right now is my podcast. This podcast is a creation. It is the one thing, the one focal point in my life that I want to build up to sustain the rest of my life. And in doing that, you know, I don't want to put too much pressure on myself too. I think that that's something that we can do a lot of times is we put all this pressure on ourselves to get all the things done, you know, in this world that I'm part of this self-development world, this creative space, you know, being on social media, kind of being in somewhat of a limelight, you know, there's a lot of pressure of, oh, well, I guess I need to create a podcast. I guess I need to build a blog out. You know, my website has to be perfect. All this content has to be amazing. And I've got to, you know, hit the nail on the head every single time. And that's so much pressure. So Cup of Chels feels like 
a relaxing break from all of that (laughs) with some good insight, with some good inspiration and encouragement for you. At least that's my aim for it. So I just wanted to start the show out with that in case there's a little confusion from when maybe you've heard episodes in the past and you know you're just jumping on now or if you're jumping on for the first time welcome. I'm so grateful that you're here. But I have changed the branding to be Cup of Chelsea and it is essentially just a weekly dose of hanging out with me your girlfriend, your friend, sister, you know, just maybe a mentor, an inspiration for you. And we will talk the gamut of things because this is simply coffee talk. You know, when I sit down with my girlfriends, when I sit down with my husband, we talk about all kinds of stuff. We talk about dreams. We talk about what's going crazy in our life right now. You know, I talk about real estate a lot because I am a realtor as well. I tend to leave real estate outside of this realm of my life because to me, this is more of a creative outlet. But, you know, we talk just about things that pique our curiosity as well. You know, the same as you would with anybody that you're close with. So I want to make that promise to you that you can come here, you can get some inspiration. You can also just hang out with me, you know? So whether you're at your desk and listening to me while you're working, whether you're driving and listening to me, or you're on a walk or run, whatever it is, again, I'm super grateful that you're here. And I just want to get into today's topic where we're talking about filling our life with love. So my friend Mel told me a while back, she she gave me the best compliment and she said that, Chelsea, you just have a way of making people feel something. And I took that to heart and I still take it to heart. And I've noticed now that she brought that to my attention, it's true. It, it's something that I subconsciously always aim for. And I had the pleasure of having a good friend of mine. She's actually been on the show before. Her name is Gina Collins. She is developing a new business for herself with photography. She's actually done it on the side for years, for friends, for birthday parties and everything like that. But she decided to come over to my house last week and we did a little lifestyle photo shoot. I cannot tell you how freaking awesome that was. Like, first of all, pretty surreal to have somebody come over and taking pictures of you in your home, like like professional pictures of you in your house. It's There's this element of like, I'm not worthy of this, but also how badass is this? And let's just have fun with it, right? So I'm actually going to be interviewing Gina, um, and she will be on the episode number 26, which you can catch on June 23rd. So if you want to catch that, we are going to talk about her pivoting from Archaic Revival, where she had her CBD bath and beauty product business, and going out on her own into something that has been a dream of her since she was little. So it's going to be a great show. Be sure to subscribe to the Cup of Chels podcast. That way you will get it instantly downloaded once it airs on the 23rd. So just a little promo for, for my interview with Gina coming up. But so she came over to the house last week and the way that she, we formulated this whole picture and how this was going to go was we kind of just went through my, my morning and my little rituals and my practices, you know, the things that I do throughout 
my days and have been doing for a while that fill my cup up, things that truly make me feel alive and make me centered and aligned and make me feel creative and what that does is just create this feeling. It creates this space of calmness and serenity and creativity and all throughout my house. And when I'm in my home, I decorate and and I, and I strive for these things. And like I said, it's more of a, a unconscious thing that I, I do and, and decorating and creating these feelings is something that comes naturally to me. So to have an outside person come in and capture moments and moments inside your house, because let's be honest, whoever really gets professional pictures done in their home, like probably not that many people, but it did something. In seeing these pictures after she edited them, first of all, I was on the biggest high I've been on in quite a while because it was just amazing. It was amazing to be around her and that energy, but also to start seeing the pictures coming in as she was editing them. They were so vibrant and full of life. And it was like, for me, I was truly seen and I could see myself through someone else's eyes in these pictures. And I'll be posting these pictures on my Instagram page. You can follow me if you're not already at the Chelsea Holden. I'll be posting them throughout and it's also going to affect my branding because of the vibrancy and of the life that is coming through the photos. That's the real me. And it was crazy, right? It was crazy to like, just be hanging out with my friend to be super normal to a, to a point, right? but doing the things that I love and having them captured in the moment. That is one, one simple thing. One thing that fills my cup up is not having pictures taken of me, but being able to create a feeling and, and create this comfortable environment that I get to be a part of all the time. And some of those things in my practices, some things that I've talked about before, you know, one of them is, is reading. I mentioned a couple of books earlier in this episode. I mentioned a couple of books. I've mentioned books in past episodes too. You can go back to episode number 11, where I talk about the top seven books that have changed my life up until now, obviously. Check out that episode there if you want a list of some books that I recommend. But books being a big part of my life, you know, that is, that's one a few of the pictures that we took, because to me, books are so important. It's how I learn. It's how I learn about myself. It's how I learn about new things. It's how I keep that curiosity flowing and the creativity flowing. And it's getting to see someone else's story and maybe connecting with them on that personal level. You know, I love self-development books. I love a good fiction book too, but I'm so naturally drawn to self-development because I am always striving to be the best version of myself that I can be. So books are one thing that fill my cup up. And I do my best to read in the morning. If, if it's a new book and it's something that I'm really into, I try to read at least a chapter a day. And if I can't get it in the morning, I'll try to do it at night. It's actually a really great thing to do at night as opposed to watching TV and as opposed to scrolling social media. I know I'm guilty of it too, but on the nights when I can shut down 
that blue light, you know, when I can shut down the lights from my phone and my TV and give myself like a good hour before bed, it helps me sleep a lot better and it helps me wake up more refreshed. So just a little tidbit for you, if you're looking for something to change up with your routine, start a night routine, you know, maybe for you that's reading or you can journal at night. But anyway, that's just something little to put in there. But another thing that like really fills me up too is journaling. And I know I talk about journaling a lot, but it's because I believe so fully in it. I am truly convinced that journaling has been such a great catalyst for me to continue on my no alcohol journey. And in fact, as I'm recording this today, today marks 350 days, y'all, 350 days without alcohol. Like I'm speechless. Holy shit. You know, and the next solo show that I am recording, I've got another interview coming up next week with Kelsey Young, who is freaking fabulous. You're absolutely going to love her. So be sure to check that one out. That one's on June 9th. That will air. Um, That's episode number 24, Kelsey Young. She's also has been sober for a numerous, numerous years now. So we talk a little bit about that as well, but my next solo show after that, which is episode 25, that's going to be one year, one year of no alcohol for me. And I'm going to talk a whole lot about it. But if you want to hear anything about my no alcohol journey, you can go back to episode number 15 when I talk about why I don't drink anymore. But anyway, journaling, what I was getting at is journaling has helped me document my feelings, my struggles, my wins, all throughout the time that I journal. You know, some days there's nothing major going on, but I make sure to write out a gratitude. I make sure to show some expression to God that I am freaking thankful for this life that I get to live. And even in this time of craziness and uncertainty, there is still so much to be grateful for. You know, something that's that I've noticed this last week was just kind of an off week for me, aside from getting my pictures taken, which was so much fun. But other than that, it's just been kind of an off week. And, and I'm not beating myself up for it. And I'm not judging myself. I'm just reporting in this instance this is okay. And being able to ebb and flow with our feelings is what needs to happen. It That is a natural occurrence for our feelings to go up and down. And if you caught any of this past week's interview with Dr. Jen Hardy, as women, especially we talk about this with our menstrual cycle, go back and listen to that episode. It is phenomenal. There's probably something that you don't know about yourself, especially if you're a woman and your cycle and how it affects your mood. And I'm not just talking hormones here. So go back, listen to that episode. It's episode number 22, the interview with Dr. Jean Hardy. But this last week has, you know, it was just kind of this up and down roller coaster. And I notice that when I miss a day or a moment to give gratitude, I can focus on what's not going right, right? are my illusion of what's not going right in my life. So instead of all the million things that are going amazing in my life, when I get stuck in a rut or when I'm in a little funk, it's because I'm putting my focus on the shit that's being handed to me or what feels like it's being handed to me. 
And it's crazy. I mean, that's just absolutely ridiculous to me that with all the blessings that I have, I'm focused on this one little thing. You know, I'm focused on, let's give you an example. I'm working a real estate deal and the broker on the other side has really poor communication skills. We're not getting it together. The deal's about to fall apart. And that's my focus is on all the things that are going wrong as opposed to how well I'm serving my clients in that moment, how I can be grateful for the fact that I have good communication skills. You know, there's always something beautiful to focus on, even in a time of uncertainty, of crisis, even in moments of doubt and fear and depression. You can always choose to see through the lens of love. And that will help fill your life with love in and of itself too. So Gina's over here and we're taking pictures. So we take some pictures of books and I just love reading. And and I know I talked about that, but I love the reading and then journaling as well, how journaling has just been so impactful for me. But we also took pictures of my new Oracle cards. (laughs) These are phenomenal. If you don't know what Oracle cards They're similar to tarot cards, and I don't want to freak you out because I feel like they get, they can have a bad rap. And for me, Oracle cards, and especially the deck that I got, mine are called Angels in Your Business by Emily Ahrens, and they are specifically designed for entrepreneurs, which is perfect for me. These oracle cards are, it's another tool in my tool belt. For me, it's the same as reading a book and highlighting a quote that stands out for you. For me, it's the same as scrolling through Instagram and seeing an inspirational post and liking it and commenting or sharing it to your stories. It resonates with you and it's merely a message from above in my mind when they're aligned correctly. For me, the cards that I got from my dear friend, Larissa are perfectly aligned with me. And so adding this into my practice helps me to connect with my intuition. It helps me to connect with my guides. It helps me to fully embrace the power that I already have within me. So the card that I pulled today, which is awesome, I asked the question, when you when you work with cards, there's many different ways that you can do it. For this particular deck, I always like to ask the question of what message can I deliver to make the most impact, you know, or how can I best serve my clients today? Or I can get even more specific, you know, with a particular client or a particular situation. But today I ask, what, how can I deliver a message that's impactful? And my card that I pulled today was called simplify. How can this be easy and fun? And I thought, you know what? That is absolutely perfect. And it reminds me, it reminded me of my word for the year, which is fun. (laughs) I talk all about that too in a past episode. So you can go back to episode number three, where I talk about choosing one word for the year. And that was back in the beginning in January when we choose a 
word for our year. Essentially, it made me think when I pulled this card, it made me realize that I'm putting too much pressure on myself, right? That I'm taking the fun out of it. And a lot of times we can do that. You know, we can get all excited about a new project or something new that we're starting, but then we add this pressure to deliver and deliver fully and 100%. Well, it's not always going to be like that, right? But the more pressure, at least for me anyway, the more pressure that I put on myself, the less I'm really into it and having fun and the less I'm simplifying you know, the harder I'm making it when really all it needs to be is easy. All it needs to be is fun. And life itself should be fun, y'all. Life itself should be full of so much joy and so much fun. But it's about having that perspective shift and realizing that. Ronnie and I were in a little, not, we were just in a little tough spot the last couple days, you know, not, our communication wasn't in sync. And he said something yesterday that ties into all this was, I just need to have fun. I need to relax. I don't know why I'm letting everything build up, essentially, is what he was saying, you know? And it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Like, we let things, like, just sit there and nag and nag and nag. You know, we can beat ourselves up in our mind. This dialogue that happens repeatedly is just this dialogue of not enough. I need to be doing more. Like, I'm so dumb. And how how could I do that? And this judgment and guilt and shame that we can play on repeat in our brain. How devastating that is to us, to our soul. If we were to take out all of the bullshit lies that we tell ourselves, put them out on paper, tell it to our best friend, we would have no friends anymore. Like seriously, half of the stuff that we tell ourselves, if we told to somebody that we loved, we'd probably not have that relationship anymore. And that's crazy when you think about it. I challenge you to catch yourself next time you have these negative thoughts or judgment comes over your, you know, yourself or you're placing blame on yourself or you're reliving a past trauma, something that you've already maybe asked for forgiveness for that's from the past, but you relive it and you just keep re-traumatizing yourself with that. I'm going to challenge you next time that that comes up, try to catch it. Ask yourself, first of all, is that true? And it's probably not. And then forgive yourself and then move on. You know, sometimes that sounds easier said than done. I know, I get it. Um, But what helps me sometimes too is like if I have that thought and then I'll forgive myself, I'll try to think of something happy and I'll also give it up to God. And I'll just say, you know what? I surrender. I release this thought and this judgment to you. I know my truth and my truth is that I am love and that I am here for a purpose. So just something to help you out with that. The Oracle cards is what I was getting at is it's just another tool. It's another practice for me that helps me get in line with my true self. Okay. And sometimes that comes in the form of inspiration for me. A lot of times it comes in the form of inspiration. So the Oracle cards are just another piece to, to my 
puzzle of this self-development and self-discovery, right? Meditation has been something that fills my life with so much love and peace and calm and serenity. And I'm actually in the middle, halfway through the 21-day meditation challenge with Gabby Bernstein. If I know I've talked about her a lot. If you don't follow her, I would highly recommend just looking her up and see if she's for you. I think she's for a lot of people. She resonates deeply with me on several different levels, but you know, to each his own with all of these things, right? I'm just telling you what works for me and the people that I follow, the books that I like, so on and so forth. And you can check it out, but by all means, do whatever feels right for you in the moment. Do whatever you know is going to fill your life with love. So this meditation is just, it's such a beautiful way, again, to get in line with my highest self. And by my highest self, I mean the version of me that is the ultimate, my best version. You know, what would my highest self do in this moment? You know, if I'm in a tough situation, what would my highest self do? My highest self would come from love. My highest self would remove any fear. My highest self would know that all of this is happening for me. So when I meditate, I am able to get in line with that. And some days it it resonates deeper. Some days I'm able to really let go and focus and get into a full on Zen meditation. But there's some days that, you know, it takes a little bit longer. Either way, no matter what, I try to practice every day because one, it's time for me. It's time that I get to align with myself, like I said, but it also calms me down before my day gets chaotic. So my day doesn't get chaotic, right? And there are many things you can do to prep yourself for the next day. You know, maybe part going back to that nighttime routine. Something that I like to do as well is um, maybe plan out what I need to get done for the next day. What are like my top three essentials that have to get done and anything else is just gravy on top. So meditation helps me remove the chaos and the crazy from myself and my mind. You know, if I wake up in the morning and maybe I'm already on a later start than what I'd like to be, I feel that added pressure of having to log into my computer right away, check my emails, you know, make sure I'm not missing anything, yada, yada, yada. And I haven't given myself enough time to be me and to be present before I have to show up for other people. So when I meditate, I'm able to take even five minutes just for myself to center, to get calm, and to just be present in the moment fully. You know, we walk through through our days a lot of times unconsciously, just going from moment to moment, but never really stopping to embrace the actual moment that we're in. And when I meditate, my intention is to be fully present every time I do it. Again, it doesn't happen all the time, but when it does, it's beautiful. And by fully present and and living in the now, it takes away 
the fear and anxiety from our past and also the worry about tomorrow, you know, being, you know, fretting over things that we did in our past isn't a good place to be and worrying about what may happen in the future creates even more anxiety, right? So it's these polar, not opposites, but the two sides, you know, the bookends to our story, right? The past and the, and the future, but the, the story itself happens in the middle. The story itself happens in the now, in the present moment. So showing up intentionally in each moment is a way to fill our life with love. Me showing up and recording these shows for you, I want to show up fully and be as intentional as possible to make sure that I'm delivering a message that feels authentic to me and may resonate with you on a deep level. So, you know, again, we talked about um, books that fill my life. We talked about my Oracle cards, um, my, just my morning routine in general and how I am such an advocate for that, how that fills my life, but also my home, my home and creating this space, a place where people can come in and instantly feel relaxed, instantly feel welcome. And to know that they can seek comfort. That is how I want everyone to feel when they walk through my door. You know, I want them to instantly feel like family. I want them to feel comfortable and I want them to feel calm. And when Gina took all these pictures, I was able to see not only myself, but I was able to see my, my home from a different aspect as well. And I could see that I truly have created that space within my home. And it's, it's easy to do. What I can suggest that you do if you want to create that space in your home too is don't fill it with stuff that you think you need to have in your home, right? Fill it with stuff that brings you the ultimate joy, things that make you happy, colors that give you life, you know, things that inspire you. If you like to travel, maybe you pick up things when you travel and you create like a little, um, altar station for them. You know, maybe it's a, a corner of your room. Maybe it's a couple of shelves on your bookshelf or a wall gallery, whatever it is, you know, you should put in your house everything that you love. And I would encourage you to pull in colors that you really love as well because color can do so much for you. It can truly make you feel different things as well. I mean, there's color therapy and that's something I I really want to get an expert on here for color therapy and, and the effects that that can have on us, because I truly believe that that's a thing. But anyway, creating a feeling in your home that not only for other people when they come in, but how do you feel when you walk into your house? You know, before all this COVID started, our house was, was good. It was okay. It was home. It was nice to come home, but the walls were really brown. They like ugly brown y'all. They were really brown. They were dark. 
you know, didn't have things in the right places on the wall. It was like, we kind of just moved in and hung some stuff up on the wall. Right. But because of the slowdown that we've been forced to have and staying home, we were able to knock out a ton of projects. And one of those main projects was painting our house. And instantly it changed the mood in the house. Instantly it changed the vibes overall. And then, you know, we start being more intentional about where we're going to hang things and where we're going to put things, especially because fresh painted walls, hello, you don't want like all these nooks and, and holes all over the place. But it's just been awesome to realize the sense of vibiness and calm and peace and serenity and just cool. I think her house is cool. <laughs> you know, feels that happen when you are intentional about everything. So anyway, it's easy to do. I I just recommend if you're not digging your space, if you come home and you're not feeling it, change it up, rearrange your furniture. You don't even have to spend money, right? Like take some stuff down from the wall and maybe put it somewhere else, you know, do what feels right. And Put on some music when you're doing it, you know, light some incense. I don't know what you're into, but, you know, one of those things, help, whatever makes you feel your most creative, that's what I would do. And then just make a space that's all your own, even. You know, my office is like my sanctuary because it's the only room in the house that is 100% me. And it's, if you're blessed enough to have a space of your own like that, amazing, full on go for it. If you're not, if you're in tighter quarters, I get it. Give yourself, like I said, make yourself like a little altering kind of space, you know, where you've got all the things that you love. So every time you look at it, it instantly can change your mood. But anyway, I, you know, just want to wrap up. And I want to say that filling your life with, with love is as easy as starting to incorporate the things that make you feel good, that bring you joy and that make you feel safe and comfortable and make life feel fun and easy. You know, it, it's not all the time that this that we feel this happiness or joy, but when we have the control to do so, be intentional about it. Add things into your life slowly. Don't do all the things all at once. You know, I think that that's the problem sometimes as we try to, again, I talked about this earlier. We just, we add too much freaking pressure on ourselves to do all the things. Just incorporate one thing, man. And if you don't know what that one thing is, I know for me, that was like a big struggle. Like, I don't even know what I like, right? I don't even know. I have no idea. Start out with something. Start reading. If you love reading, great. You found one of your jams. If you totally don't like reading, I don't know, maybe you jam out to music every morning. You know, if that's not it, maybe you're into yoga or just walking or whatever. I don't have to give you all the examples. All I'm saying is all you have to do to fill your life with love is try on little things here and there and tune into how each thing makes you feel and notice the changes that start happening when you fill your life with love and when you fill your cup first too. 
So that's it for this week. I just wanted to talk about the few things that actually fill my life with love and how I incorporate more joy into my life. And really, I just wanted to hang out with you today too, and just have some fun and keep it easy and keep it light. But I know this show's probably gone on a little too long, but I really enjoyed just sitting here and talking and chilling out with you. And be sure, like I said, I mentioned we've got a great interview coming up next week with Kelsey Young, who is fabulous. You don't want to miss that. On episode number 25 coming up in a couple of weeks, we are going to be revisiting one year alcohol free for me. And I am so freaking stoked. I am so grateful. I can't believe it's almost here and it's just going to be a fun one. It's going to be such a fun one. It's going to be things that I've learned and talked about, you know, just how I've been able to, to stay alcohol free, but also the things that I've learned about myself and stuff along the way too. So don't miss out on that one. And then after that episode number 26, I'm bringing my girl back, Miss Gina Collins. We are going to talk all about her new photography business. We're going to talk about pivoting and chasing dreams and, you know, just fun stuff, of course. So don't miss out on the future episodes and you can always stay on top of it. If you hit that subscribe button, um, if you're feeling up for it, I would love a review as well. And really, I'm just, I'm super stoked that you are here and hanging out with me this week. So until next time, friends, I will talk to you later. Adios. Awesome. That was so much fun. I don't know about you, but I had such a blast. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Cup of Chelsea. And I am so freaking thankful that you're here and that you've decided to spend this time with me and listen in. I know you've got a lot of choices out there. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. If this episode resonated with you, or if you know it would be a great listen for somebody else, please don't keep me a secret. Be sure to share it, take a screenshot, post it on Instagram, use the hashtag CuppaChels, that's C-U-P-P-A-C-H-E-L-S, and also subscribe so you can always get the latest episode directly. And then if you're feeling up for it, leave me a review. I'm so grateful. Love and light. Adios.